0: What do you get when the audacious and the therapist collide? A crash course in unpolished therapy. Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca aren't afraid to spin out of control, tackling all the tough talk. Their weekly sesh meets at the corner of Audacity and Advice, where their wheels and yours get turned upside down.
1: Hey guys, welcome to, I believe it's episode six. of Unpolished Therapy. This is Dr. Lori Feynman, and I'm here with Rachel Silver-Cohen. And we are continuing on our journey of taking all the wreckage and breaking it down for you. And today, we're going to kind of explore the topic of unpolished etiquette. So, Rachel... What say you about unpolished etiquette? Oh
2: my God, Lori, I am coming in hot. (laughs) Oh my gosh, do I have to strap in and like... Um, If you're wearing a sweater, take it off, turn your air down. I am hot under the collar and I need... Okay, Okay, what can I do? Honestly, I'm called a lot of things, call me crazy, call me unpolished. But right now I'm out of my mind frustrated about something. Okay. Here's what happens. And I'm hoping you can help break down the wreckage. Okay. I'm hot. I'm already hot. I'm like sweating. sweating. So as much as I think I'm unpolished and I have no filter and I call it like I see it at the end of the day, and maybe this is the little bit of charm that I have. I'm an old fashioned girl. I really am. I take pride in the little things I've been taught from way back in the day, and I try to incorporate that in this modern world. So you're like, well, okay, what? Well, the what is that I still write good old-fashioned handwritten thank you notes. Okay. Um, It's one of my favorite things to do. I take a lot of pride in it. I have now, I hope, instill that in my own children. And sure, no kid is like, hey, mom, can I not go out and play today? Can we sit down and write thank you notes? Of course, that's not what they want to do. But I do think that having those old school values and traditions bodes well. And I think it speaks volumes. And I am proud of the fact that that's something that still resonates in my head and I'm now trying to have my children adopt that into their world. So what am I hot about? Well, I opened up the mailbox the other day in the midst of bills and fluff and... Amazon packages? I know, because that would actually come to the door, not the mailbox. The stuff we order in this house is not fitting in the Doesn't mailbox. Fit. Okay. But just a lot of fodder and filler and who sold what house and stamp collections. And my favorite is when I get the stuff from AARP that like they know how old I am and they're getting a jump on my... Inscription. But anyway, so whenever I do see anything that looks kind of handwritten and with a real stamp on it, that's been canceled, I get excited because I think, oh my God, there's someone out there in the world that also likes to write handwritten notes. So I open up the letter and the letter, I mean, it was the most pathetic idea of a letter I've seen. And this is where I'm going with this. So the note, I suppose one would like to categorize it as a thank you note, but it was the most pathetic excuse of a thank you I've ever seen to the point that no note at all would have been better than this note. It said, well, there was no salutation. There was no greeting. There was no indentate, nothing. And it said, Hey guys, thanks a lot. Love. And then the kid's name.
1: Wait, So no, no, no. Run that by me again. It said, what? Or okay. didn't say what? Oh, so my God. It said, or wait, let me start with what it didn't say. It didn't say any
2: of the right things, okay? <laughs> it was, to me, I got to tell you, I thought it was kind of like a fuck you, all right? It was, now, let me back up, because some people are like, well, well what, would, what oh, were you really expecting, right? Or what well, was it for? Was it like, you sent a gift, I sent a gift. It was the bar mitzvah, okay. and, you know, and I get it. Kids, again, that's probably not their forte. All right. If it was Fortnite, <laughs> okay, okay. But thank you notes is probably not anything that anyone loves to do, nor are young children good at it. But this note in particular was just so bottom of the barrel to me, Lori. It hurt my feelings. Okay, hurt your feelings. Tell me about that. Feelings that the note was there was nothing personalized about it. Our name wasn't even on it. What the gift was was not included in on it. Now, if I'm overreacting, definitely you know you can put baby in the corner, okay. You can shut me up and say, Rachel, relax.
1: I will, but I want to hear the whole thing here before I put you in the corner because I'm not okay. sure you're so off if that's really what it said.
2: Well, it did. What I wanted to do was I wanted to take that letter, put it back in the mail and write to this person, I think you forgot the rest of the note. And <laughs> and. was- self-addressed envelope with a stamp that you could send it back to me when you get it right. And then I was like, wait, did the check even clear? I thought like, maybe they're just doing it all. Like, I don't know, everyone all together and they're doing it in masses. And then, they'll, then I looked and yeah, like, again, can I just say, I know if there's anything about etiquette, whatever we do, that is the right thing to do. I know we're not doing it to get any type of thank you in return. Okay. Right. That would completely defeat the purpose of the genuine nature of why you're saying thank you or being generous or going the extra mile or whatever the case may be. But this got me hot under the collar. And it really made me question so much. And so much that that is where I kind of need you to help break it down. Am I overreacting? Is this about me? Is this about them? Did I not give a nice enough gift? What child or parent for that matter, I guess, would think that this is a
1: proper way to say thank you for something that really came from the heart on my end. So, okay, there's a lot there. Objectively receiving a thank you note like that is not okay. That's not a thank you note. If that's what it said, that's not a thank you note. Now, the question then becomes two things. Who really is to blame for that? Is it the 13-year-old child? Is it the parents? What was going on that the child thought that that was okay, right? As you always say, apples and trees right? They don't fall far from each other. And then how hot you're becoming because of it. So let's step back and look at the apples and trees for a second. So my guess, and this is totally a guess, is that this child was told, you got to get 10 thank you notes out or 20 thank you notes out. Then you can go play Xbox, go play with your friends, go do what you want to do, go Snapchat, whomever you want to Snapchat. So the kid was like, okay, how quickly can I get this shit out? And the parents wanted nothing to do with this. I'm sure they didn't even look at it because if they did, even the worst parent might not have allowed them to send this out. But really, all the parents want to do is just get it done. And that's part of where we are in parenting these days. Who runs the asylum? We've talked about this before. And is it up to the parent to stay on top of these kids and teach them? We were taught this. We didn't have a choice when we were kids. Our parents sat us down. We didn't have any real distractions. We had to write the, the note. Our parents read the notes. We shoved them in the envelope and most likely we split who was addressing everything. So my parents were aware of my bat mitzvah thank you notes. In today's day and age, that's actually most likely not what's happening. The kids are responsible to get this done. They're putting it in the envelope. They're throwing it at their parents and they're saying, bye So let me ask
2: you a question because I'm loving that you're helping me break it down. And everyone out there, I just want to remind you when Dr. Lori gets all doctory on us, we need to just put out our disclaimers that this is not real therapy, no way, shape or form. Is this any type of truly getting on the couch and shrinking our heads and breaking it down? And this podcast represents just she and I, two people shooting the shit and You know, the car already crashed. We have the wreckage. And now we're just trying to put all the pieces back together so we can get back on the road. So with that being said, Laura, I hope I've protected you on that. But I want to thank you though, because even just the little bit you just said is helping me with the narrative on this. But it does beg the question, me as a parent now, I'm not going to just throw my hands up in the air and say, okay, great. Well, the masses of parents out there are turning a blind eye. And that's not what people do these days. So therefore, we're not going to do it in this house. I pride myself. And again, you you know, maybe it's because I'm a writer. I enjoy writing. I know that I've written even about my love of thank you notes and my disdain for people who have thrown it by the wayside. Guys out there, if you haven't checked out my blog, silveronpolish.com, go check it out because I've definitely written on this topic. Just, you know, look up thank you notes and my disdain about people who don't write proper thank you notes. But I don't want to take that away from what I'm trying to teach my kids. And something you talked about on one of our previous... previous podcast about judgment, Mm -hmm. because I do try to take the little nuts you give me and squirrel it in my little brain and bring it back out when I need to gnaw on something. You had said, Rachel, when you judge people, it's more about you than it is about them. So I want to try to learn from that information you disseminated last time. I don't want to be judgmental, but if I do it this way, and I truly do think that, I mean, we're not talking about a grand overture here. We're talking about something that just seems so simple and just etiquette in general. Like who doesn't know how to say thank you the right way? So am I being too judgmental? And when you say parents these days, they just throw their hands up. Well, I have a problem with that.
1: So I think we all have a problem with parents throwing their hands up, but I think that that unfortunately is the way that most parents are working these days. They're just not parenting. We've talked about it. They're just not parenting. And that doesn't mean that we have to be those kinds of parents. We should take pride in the fact that we are different types of parents, right? And that we do care about these things. And we're going to make sure that our children are never on the receiving end of a podcast about how tacky and not even a thank you, the thank you note was. So we're going to protect our our asses in the future right? Because our kids won't be that topic. But the reality is this, people take the easy way out. If they can get away with doing nothing, they're going to. In today's day and age, parents can do that. That doesn't mean you have to accept that from your children. Parenting is tough work. And my husband and I have made a very conscious effort and have said this to our children on numerous occasions. There's going to be plenty of things that other kids can do that you can't do. There's going to be plenty of other things that kids have that you're never going to have. And the reason being is because we have value systems in places and we have ideas of how you should be raised and we're going to raise you accordingly. Our sole purpose is to make our children good human beings, do the right thing, be better than us. And the parents that come from that point of view and that parenting style are going to have kids that are going to know how to say thank you. They're going to understand that things aren't just given to them. And then they go, yay, I'm going to go play and not appreciate the things that have been given to them. And so for you, I understand why you're feeling this way. You made a very nice gesture by giving something to this child for their mitzvah. And you kind of thought that they would appreciate it. And it's hurtful that when you take something that is, you know, look, I don't know what you gave them, but I've got to imagine it was... generous gift. It doesn't have to be overly generous, but it's still a sacrifice out of something out of your pocket that you're giving to them. That takes effort on your part. You were generous. It should be received with gratitude. And it probably was received with some gratitude by this child. But the way that he expressed or she expressed that gratitude, maybe that's something that's happening in their family. They don't know how to express gratitude. They don't know how to not expect things. They don't know how to appreciate things. I
2: do want to point out too, and I don't know if this is a dovetail with, Etiquette, how that relates to expectations, because I do think in general a lot of us, myself, number one on the totem pole, have an issue with expectations. I'm sure I've touched on this nerve multiple times on my blog and just in conversations We've talked about it. And, and I have talked about it. And expectations is a tricky thing because when you have the bar really high, I suppose the only place you have to go in the world of expectations is down, and that in and of itself is such a bummer. i mean, I mean, that's just womp womp, right? Like, but I'm never gonna lower my expectations on how I would do things or or what I expect because then I feel like I've already failed, kind of. And I do think that maybe you can help on that because the, the expectation piece as it relates to etiquette, am I setting myself
1: up to always be disappointed? Well, you do have high expectations and we've talked about this and, you know, the expectations are more a reflection of you than it is for other people. And it is a setup in some ways of expecting people to be able to live up to your expectations. So again, we've spent some time talking about finding the middle ground on things and moderation, which is not your strength. We love you, but it's not your strength, right? And so finding that place where, look, you can have high expectations of yourself, you can have high expectations of your children, but even your children, it's very hard when they get older to control that. We really only can control our thoughts, our feelings, and our behaviors, not somebody else's.
2: Yeah. And I want to tell you something funny. I was just thinking of when you so graciously pointed out my lack of moderation <laughs> <laughs> completely unstrung, but it reminded me, and this is where my head goes in terms of, again, I don't know if it's judgment. I don't know if it's high expectations, maybe just the not being satisfied with whatever comes my way. But I'll never forget a zillion years ago, a lifetime ago, when our contemporaries were starting to get married. Okay. I went to a wedding. It was a Saturday night, very good friend, had a beautiful time. They're a lovely couple, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Lori, I am not exaggerating. Tuesday, Tuesday, I open up my mailbox. What was in the mailbox? Thank you note. Thank you note. Now, I am going to shamelessly admit here that while, oh my God, she certainly gets an A plus on writing a thank you note, I have to tell you, it bothered me. It was like, hold on a second. The ink isn't even dry on the gift. You're probably still in your wedding dress. <laughs> when Did you write these notes before the wedding and now you're just crossing it off the list on the things you have to do? You know, judgy Judy over here, you know, jewel me in judgment. But it felt like, hold on a second. They're damned if they do and damned if they don't. Yeah, yeah that's the unpolishedness in me that like, you just can't win, I guess. Shouldn't you be like, on a Greek islands right now? Aren't you on a honeymoon? How did that note get from your hotel room from a weekend of your beautiful wedding? It's now Tuesday. There is no mail, at least back in the day. I know now, like on Sundays, I see mailman, but I you don't get, know. Get what's happening. Mail, yeah. like, what is that all about? I don't know. That's another topic, but <laughs> it's now Tuesday and she's thanking me and I didn't take it as a real thank
1: you. So, okay. So let's take a step back here. And I'm going to tell you from my own experience and my first wedding, okay, we flew to Hawaii. How many weddings are there, Lori? There's only two. Thank you very much. But on the first one, we flew to Hawaii. No, we didn't fly to Hawaii. I lied. That was the second one. (laughs) Where did we... I don't remember where we were going. Oh, no, my second wedding. Not even my first wedding. My second wedding, we flew to Hawaii and I brought thank you notes with me because... I knew we were going to be gone for 10 days or whatever it was. And I was going to be sitting in an airplane for seven hours. So I wrote my thank you notes on the airplane. And I was so proud of myself. People were so over the moon. They couldn't believe that I got it to them while we were you know, still away. They thought it was the nicest gesture. And I am prolific in my thank you notes. Like I just, I'm a greeting card writer. Like that is my missed calling in life, right? So I was very proud of myself. And I don't think there was one person who took it like, oh, the ink wasn't dry or, oh, where she should be enjoying her wedding. I had seven hours to kill. Why wouldn't I? If I had been a guest at
2: your first wedding, second wedding, you know. wedding. Three pence a dollar, I don't. I would be the, oh, why are you sending me that note that quickly? So maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the what's wrong with this picture because that's
1: annoying to me. Well, you're setting people up to fail you. You're damned if you do and damned if you don't, or better said, they're damned if they do or damned if they don't. You're basically saying it has to be on my terms when I get the thank you note, which basically comes back to you do care about the thank you of the gift that you're giving. You know
2: what I think I should do from now on to just hedge my future disappointment? I think I should just write myself the thank you (laughs) note, okay? It'll save the other person the stamp. I'll feel great because I too am a wonderful thank you note writer. Again, it's a win-win. If I write someone a beautiful thank you note and it touches them and then they let me know that, there's all winners in the room. There are no losers. And that's also what I'm trying to teach the kids. But maybe I should just do it myself. Send it with the gift. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Dear Lori. Mazel tov on your mitzvah. I'm so glad we could see you become a young woman in the eyes of, you know, God and Judaism. Enclosed, please find this gift. I, you know, spend it wisely, save a little, spend a little, give a little bit to charity. Oh, and in addition, <laughs> I, I have also enclosed a crane Envelope and card, heavy card stock with my name on it, and, and a I, stamp and the yeah. stamp, of course, which stamps are now like a, lot of, a money. lot of money. 42 cents or something like that. So I've now saved you the 42 cents and I didn't deduct it from your mitzvah gift. And I've written your note back to me, and I cannot wait to read it. I'm gonna be so moved. <laughs> but look,
1: that's how you're gonna be happy, let's face it, right? That's
2: yeah, yeah, that's really, really, really sad. We need to do a little bit more digging on what that's all about. Well,
1: uh, yeah, it's, I guess, <laughs> oh, I think a little bit of, of of this really is about you. And that's not to take away from shame on the parents for not being and instilling this value. And it is a value. It's etiquette. It's a representation of you as a person, not you, the person writing it. It's a representation of them. It should be filled with gratitude and appreciation. And I do think that that's lost in the mitzvah generation, people.
2: Well, yes. And even just in the
1: generation of the things
2: we've spoken about prior, whether it's the social media, Whether it's that our kids have their heads buried in technology, whether it's the fact that maybe parents are so wrapped up in being wrapped up about keeping up with whatever they're trying to keep up with, that the one piece that's the most critical as a parent is not taking your eye off of the prize, which is parenting and teaching your children value and tradition and ritual and let's just say it, etiquette. Why? Just because we're living in a more fast paced world that admittedly on my end, sometimes it is so fast paced that I cannot catch my breath, right? And I'm I'm hyperventilating. But at the end of the day, those are basic functionality of no matter how quick life is moving by, I think, again, back to the judgment piece, if you're missing the ball on that,
1: then you've struck out in my book. And I would just add to it one more thing. You know, we don't know what's going on in other people's worlds. This could be a child, and again, I don't know who they are, who has a learning disability, ADHD, and not to excuse it, then the parent should be on top of it, watching and helping and assisting. And it's that interaction between parent and child that because the world is spinning so fast we're missing. We're absolutely missing it. There's so many missed opportunities. So if there is one thing that I could put out to all the parents and the adults listening to this is let's slow down just a little bit and make a conscious effort to be present with our children, to teach them the fundamentals of being good human beings, because that in and of itself is going to go so much further than whatever big, huge mitzvah you threw for them, whatever you bought for them, whatever you allowed them to do. This is where the real heart of our future society rests is in these children learning how to be good human beings. I agree
2: with you. And I can't even add any more to it because you said it so eloquently and beautifully and therapeutically. And it's true. And, And how about just plain and simple kindness? When you do something kind to someone else and it touches them in a way that they didn't expect it, again, not to repeat myself, but everybody wins. Mm -hmm. And my big takeaway when I was so distraught over that note, because to me, that wasn't a thank you. That was a fuck you. Okay. My biggest takeaway, not that I needed the reminder. But the pride I have that I also am instilling in my children, even if they want to battle it out with me, this is what we're doing. A little bit goes a long way and it'll come back to you in spades. And we can't do that for our younger generation. Again, jewel me up with judgment, but that's the least we can do for our children and our children's children, everyone out there, I'll write you all thank you notes. And so sorry. Absolutely. We, you know, we, and I actually love it. I love sitting down, taking a minute out of my day, and putting thought and attention. As Again, as I'm polished as I am, that's the one little thing that I kind of hang my hat up on. And anyone who knows me, I'm sure, would agree. I've had jokes with friends. Oh, my God, I got your thank you note. Do I have to
1: write you a thank you note for your, for your thank you I've got that, too. <laughs> you know? And you know what? because we know what it's like to receive it and we appreciate it. We remember those moments. And unfortunately, like the society, like you said, with social media and everything, these are missed opportunities to connect. And I think that ultimately, and this is a topic for another day, but ultimately that's what's lacking in our lives these days is connection, real, genuine, human connection. And here's opportunities to do it. And we are just failing left and right. Yeah. Well,
2: with that being said, as you always say to me, I think our time is almost up. So I guess we're going to have to wrap it up. But I will say to everyone out there, if you guys reach out to us, find us on our website, unpolishedtherapy.com. You can email us at unpolishedtherapy. I think it's at gmail.com. If you send us a note, I guarantee you, Lori and I will write you a thank you back and we'll put time and attention into it. And we'd love to hear from all of you. We thank you for listening thus far. We hope you all have a great week. And Lori, thanks again for helping me break down some unpolished wreckage with this unpolished therapy. Take good care. Thank you. Bye, everyone.
0: Great sesh, girls. Hey, everyone. Like what you heard? Then don't miss out on what comes next. Subscribe now and please give the girls a five-star rating. Learn more at www.unpolishedtherapy.com. Find and like them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll see you next week when Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca ditch the couch, grab the mic, and break down all the wreckage.